back to the Early Pop Culture Podcast. My name is Rick, and as always, I am joined in studio by my good friend, my co-host, the sprite to my Kingo, it's Robbie. That's worse. <laughs> That's worse than what we discussed. Yeah. That's I, actually horrible. Yeah, I said you weren't going to like it. Yeah, but I thought, like, I don't know, because I was like, oh, yeah, what if, uh, yeah, what, the Eternals to your Spider-Man or whatever. Well, it's one of the Eternals. <sighs> Redo the intro. <laughs> Start again. Start again. <laughs> Cut. No. That's fucked. No. <laughs> I'm not okay. I'm not starting it again. Yeah, well, um, yeah, good to be back, I guess. <laughs> oh, good to have you back. We had a little bit of a break. Yeah, three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we ran out of pre-recorded episodes, so three, we have to get back into the studio. Three-week hiatus. <laughs> It's good to be doing something again, though. You know, yeah, getting back in front of the uh, getting back in front of the mics. I agree. Having a chat, yeah, talking shit about things that don't really matter. I've missed you, man. Oh. I'll be honest. You know, um, yeah, three weeks. Been a while, almost a month. I mean, you did come out one of the weeks, and we just like played the PlayStation, and you left. That was fun. Yeah. Okay, so it's been two weeks. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> just came over. We sat down in the in the recording room and we were just like, so what are we talking about? And we're like, oh, prepared. fuck, we don't have anything. <laughs> so, all right, cool. Let's just play some 2K and call it a day. It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't really had the uh, the energy to like prepare anything for the last couple of weeks. So it's just been a bit of a, uh, you know, we, we we had some pre-recorded episodes. So I think that kind of also gave us the excuse to be like, ah, oh, it's all right, we'll just miss this week. We'll miss mm. this week. Mm-hmm. And then we ran a pre-recorded episode and I still wasn't in the mood. So I was like, okay, well, we're not doing it this week. So <laughs> Last time we recorded was at the start. Of the NBA playoffs. That's true. Because I was like, go watch the playoffs. Go watch the Bucks win. Yeah. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Got knocked out in the first round. Yes, we did. Um, you know, and I can't even blame it on injuries because uh, the Heat lost Tyler Hero in the same game. Yeah. You know, um, we just didn't want it. We didn't, we didn't fight for it. You know, I mean, you can say you didn't want it, but nobody wants it as much as Jimmy Butler. So you're never going to win that competition anyway. That is true. That is true. <laughs> but like, we just like every game I watched, as soon as the Bucks were down, it's like they just it was gave, over. It, they yeah. just like, but like it just looked like they gave up. Yeah. Like the second that the Heat got in front, they were like, "All right, let's just go through the motions, get through the game, and we'll go home." I was like, "Oh, that's sad." Yeah, that yeah. sucks. Would so, like to say that my Lakers are still in it, which. Nobody really expected. No one expected. Here they are in the conference finals against the Nuggets. Down 2-0 at the moment. Good but- luck. Genuinely good luck because yeah. um, as annoying as I find LeBron at most times, like La Liar, yeah. um, <laughs> he's, he's our Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like- You want it. Like it's, it's, it's always, I don't know what the right word for it is. Like I was going to say interesting, but I feel like that's too like lame. But it's like you want to see him add to the legacy. Oh, for sure, yeah, you know? yeah. Like you want him to keep building that resume to to be, you know, the greatest of all time, kind of thing. But also, I feel like the Lakers have to beat the Nuggets for the MVP vote to be valid at all. Mm. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like at this point already, it's already the MVP. The MVP going to Joel Embiid is already va- like invalid because Jokic has been the best player in the playoffs. He's been better than Jimmy it. Butler. I think so. Yeah. I'd give him a second, which is <laughs> which is what he got in the MVP vote, you know. Yeah. So, but I feel like if the Joker goes to the finals, 
then he should have won MVP. Yeah, I think he should have won it regardless. I don't. In the regular season, I think Embiid had him just a little bit. Mm, I also feel bit. like there's a lot of the like, oh, we gave it to Jokic two years in a row already. And he, no, and he there was definitely that. Didn't make play. it in the playoffs, so like we have to. But also, like, if you took the Joker out of his team and Embiid out of his team, I feel like the Nuggets do better than. You think? Yeah, for sure. The Nuggets don't have, like, a James Harden-level player, though. No, they don't, but James Harden's not a James Harden-level player, though. It's still James Harden, man. He dropped. He had two 45-point games against the Celtics in the playoffs. Mm, mm. No, I get But, I mean, Jamal Murray. He's good, yeah. Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon. MPJ. 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 The biggest, Cold, bl- the biggest black hole in the NBA. Coldwell Pope. <laughs> Yeah, they've got a good team. They've, they've got, got a very good team. Solid roster around them. Oh, yeah. But so do the Lakers. Yeah. After making some mid-season trades. Can you call it <laughs> mid-season if it's right before the playoffs that they get Rui Hachimara? <laughs> right right at the trade deadline. It was much-needed trades because otherwise they would not be in the position that they're in right now. No. Reeves and Rui just saved your Yeah. Which is <laughs> ridiculous. But anyway. no, we're not here to talk about basketball today. No, we're not. We're not. But it's just, you know, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> we are here. We've been talking about this for a little while now. Yes. We've been we've been talking about this for, well, we actually, we've talked about this on a few of our episodes. Like, oh, we've got this episode coming. We've got this episode coming. We just haven't gotten around to doing it. There's a lot of- That's, I'll, I'll be honest, that is my fault. I've been, I was ready to do this last week. No, week before, sorry. The, the week when we just came here and just played the PlayStation, I was ready to go. Well, I've been busy. I had. Yeah, you can say that, but have you been busier than me in the last two months? In the last two months, no, but that week, yeah, I had been. <laughs> My guy, you've been unemployed for two months. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! I have a full-time job. Now. <laughs> Salty boy. Carry we on. are here because- we felt bad about some of our scores that we've given in the past. We realized that they were bullshit. You know what I mean? Sometimes we may be prisoners of the moment. Mm. This is correct. A bit of a recency bias might, might get us at times. Mm. We are here to re-rank phase four of the MCU. Movies only. Movies only. Otherwise, we'd be here all day. There's, way, there's just so much content in phase four to talk about. Oh yeah, and I think obviously that's that's people and we're not, have we're not inclu- about that. We're not including Werewolf or Guardians Christmas, no, because no. those aren't movies. So just the big cinematic releases. So we're talking Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, Spider Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, Thor: Love and Thunder, and Black Panther. So we're going to go through all of those, going to revisit these movies, share some thoughts, and then give our official official scores on them now. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, should we kick it off with Black Widow? Black Widow. I just want to say about Black Widow, in my mind, in my opinion, this movie starts off pretty strong. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like how it's like young Natasha, young Yelena in the fake family in America. Yeah. I was very intrigued by the start of this oh, movie. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, But my issue is I feel like it started me like very interested. Yeah. And then it just dropped. Just continually. Continually. <laughs> I can't say that word. It's kind of boring. It is boring. And it's one of those things where I think I really feel like this movie suffered from the fact that it came out after Natasha was dead. It did. Yeah. You know, like we already knew what her story was. So it was kind of like, oh, here's just a little, like it almost felt like here's this what was, she was up to. It was a filler. Yeah. Right. Like this was a filler movie, which I would say Black Widow deserves better than that. You know, she does. like 
founding member of the Avengers, one of the core characters of the MCU. Her solo movie should have come years ago. I feel like, yeah, she got really done dirty just by the fact that this was released after her character was killed off. Wasn't there like a whole bunch of stuff going down with the movie as well? Like, cause it there got, was a lot of issues in production, I think. Like, and I'm, I, I swear the release got pushed and pushed yeah, and pushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was supposed to come out, I feel like it was supposed to come out phase three. And, mm, maybe. And then and then it just got pushed so far back that they're like, oh, it's the first one of phase four. Yeah. But just, yeah, it felt very fillery, you know? Like when you're watching a TV show and it's like, oh, they go off on a filler episode and nothing really happens in that episode. It felt like that because there wasn't really anything that tied this to the rest of the MCU either because the story was over. Mm. It was, if anything, the introduction, the soft, the soft launching of Florence Pugh's character. Yeah. And, which, great. And, and... The Red Guardian. The Red Guardian. Yeah. They're both good. Yeah. Yelena's great. Yeah. Red Guardian is good. Yeah. I agree. And their mum, the pig farmer. Yep. She's fine. I don't know, man. The way that she, like, tortured that pig with no, she, the- no, She's fine. <sighs> I did not like that at in, all. In, like, a cute Russian way. <laughs> <laughs> I just loved- I loved the scene, like, any scene when it was just her- and David Harbour. Yeah. Because they were both very, there was so much sexual tension there. <laughs> and then it was like, their kids were in the room. So they were just like, she's like, I haven't washed the suit once since you left. <laughs> when he comes out in the suit and he's like, it still fits. And she's like, well. <laughs> <laughs> Just any moment like that. I was like, that's funny. Yeah. I like that. It was, I, I did like the cat, like I liked the characters in this movie. Hmm. Like Yelena, like I said, Yelena was great. If we were, if we were doing the podcast at the time when we were doing MVPs, Yelena would have been the MVP Agreed. of this movie. And David Arbour as the Red Guardian was also great. Like that was a he, lot of, he, he was super have, fun. He would have been second. He would have been one of our MVPs because we don't like to copy yeah. MVPs. Again, Scarlett Johansson as the Black Widow is always good. Like it's just like that's, you, she's what you expected her to be because it was like yeah. she's good in everything that she's in, right? Like every time you see but Black like, Widow. She, they just didn't give her anything to shine. You know what I mean? It was just well, like she felt like she wasn't the main character at times as exactly, well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it was like it was disappointing in that regard. I, I <laughs> this is going to be a, a, a reoccurring theme with a few of our our movies here, but I really didn't like the ending either of this. Like the post credit or like the ending. The ending where they're in the red room in the sky, everything collapses, boom, 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 and then like you know <laughs> they're there on the ground. The rest of the Black Widows leave with the family and our Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, Natasha, hangs back because Ross is on his way. And she's like, oh, no, I've got to deal with this. She's about to get arrested, right? The cars rock up. They circle around her. We get a cut. And then she's blonde. And then she's blonde on a motorbike and she's like flying away to somewhere else. Like, I, what happened? Yeah, like the dudes brought like a Quinjet for her. Or yeah. yeah. Like what like, actually happened? It was like, wasn't it like three weeks later or something yeah. like that? Mate. I'm so confused. Mm. There was just this random cut. There was no need. Yeah. Like, we know that, well, come Infinity War. You're free. Yeah. yeah. She's still, like, she's still kicking it around with Captain America, who is a wanted fugitive. So what happened? Did she talk to Ross? Did she just run away? Like, did she just run off into the bush? Like, I'm so confused by the ending. And I remember leaving the first time that I watched this, and I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, and I was mad about it. I was like, I don't understand. Like, how can this just happen? And then I watched, rewatched it again for this. The second time I was like, I'm still mad about this. <laughs> like, what happened? The thing that made me mad 
was anything and everything to do with Taskmaster. Mm, yeah, I guess that's probably like in, in the my major no- thing. <laughs> in my notes, I have Taskmaster fumble. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing a little bit of nitpicking with like, you know, the ending and things like that. I don't think it's nitpicking. I think it's very annoying. But I feel like Taskmaster is like the big thing because he was, well, she was billed as the main character or the main main villain. I thought the entrance of Taskmaster was cool. Oh, for sure. That that first fight on the bridge where he kicks and dashes ass. When she's got like, when they're running away in the car and and she's just like, I'm Hawkeye right now. Yeah bouncy arrow yeah you're done i'm like that's cool i like this yeah but the whole thing about it being Dracov's daughter mm. who's also brainwashed so once she gets like the bio whatever it is yeah. to like free the spray her, up her nose yeah, once she gets to spray up her face she's like is he gone is yeah. he finally and so she's good now it's like why is taskmaster good yeah yeah he better not be and it's it's it goes back to like very very early days of Marvel getting rid of villains as well, like getting rid of their classic villains. Like obviously Taskmaster is still around, but she's not a villain anymore. But, also she, not- but she's in the Thunderbolts, isn't she? Isn't she like one of the things? Was she one of the Thunderbolts? I swear she was. It was going to be her, Red Guardian, Yelena, Winter Soldier, and um, Baron Zemo, wasn't it? Let's double check this. Is Taskmaster in? The Thunderbolts. A few moments later. Or is it Ghost from Ant-Man? It's Ghost. Damn. Yeah. What a waste. Yeah. So, like, Taskmaster is just, like... One and done. Gone, I guess? I don't know. I mean, obviously, there is the opportunity that they can bring bring her back as a hero. But you don't want her to be. And, like, Taskmaster is... Like, a lot of people are big fans. I'm not the... Like, I like Taskmaster. I'm not going to say that he's my favourite villain or anything in the comics. No, but it's a good one to have that just pops up occasionally. You know what I mean? Because it's like Deathstroke in DC can cause just about infinite chaos. Yeah. But doesn't do it because they're contract workers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Taskmaster's, like, could just be... Could just cross paths with the hero, and then the hero decides Taskmaster's doing the wrong thing. And so Taskmaster's like, I'm just going to do my shit, leave me alone. And then whenever the hero interferes, Taskmaster goes beast mode. Yeah. And it's entertaining. And then, you know, it's like the same with Black Cat from Spider Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's stealing something. Peter's like, don't do it. And she's like, scratch, scratch, cool fight, you know. While we're here, let's, you know, like flirt a little. Yeah. A little bit of flirt. A little bit of. Yeah. No, settle down. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like those kinds of characters are always good to just have in your back pocket. Yeah. To, to just come in on a whim for like not like a little bit longer than a cameo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's also like you have a character that has character as exactly. well. Right? Like Taskmaster in the comics has character mm. and is somebody. In the movies was not. Nothing. Like, there, was no, there was no substance. Nothing. And I get it. I Well, I don't get it. I get that they wanted, like, Taskmaster to just be a pawn in Dracov's game and Dracov was the main villain and Dracov's disgusting. We all agree with that. I still wanted my Taskmaster to be cooler. Yeah, I mean, he could have just worked for Dracov. Yeah. Didn't have to be his daughter. Yeah, exactly. So, all of that said, it's been relatively negative. <laughs> what was your uh, final scoring for Black Widow? Black Widow. I gave it a 3.6. A 3.6? A 3.6. Wow. Okay. That's lower than I expected, to be honest. Um, I just had more problems than I did enjoyment. I mean, that's fair. You know, like, because like I said, like off the bat, I was like, 
I was in, I was interested in the movie, you know, because David Arbor comes home. He's like, oh, it's all kicking off. And then suddenly the cops show up and they're like, what? Yeah. And then the girls get taken away and there's a little montage of them being like indoctrinated into the red room. I'm like, oh, that's cool. After that, it was just, and like the whole prison thing where they break out Red Guardian, did not care about that. No I mean, at least it was entertaining though. <sighs> <laughs> so I've given Black Widow a five. Well, you're going to be much nicer than I am. Well, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I've, I've definitely got some lower scores. So Black Widow is right in the middle for me. It's one of those things where like there is, yeah, it's, it's not a good movie, but I also so don't think it that a it's- five? Well, it's not a bad movie either. It's like, okay. it's neutral. It's okay. right. It's right in the middle. So Shang-Chi. Go on. <laughs> this is one which I know that we're both more positive about. I just want to start this off. So like I had to convince my parents to, because I live with them still. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, had, I had to watch seven movies in the span of like a week. I mean- yeah, no, I know it's my fault. Okay, hold, hold, hold on. We've been talking about this for a while. Hold so. on. <laughs> Let me cook. And I was like, oh yeah, so I've watched Shang Chi, and Mum's like, oh, oh, she was like, oh, that's the um, I can't, we we're talking about a movie, and she goes, oh, what's the one like the, the Five Rings, whatever. And I was like, oh, Shang Chi. She goes, yeah, Ten rings, yeah, but yes, go on. It's my mother. <laughs> All right, leave her alone. And I was like, Mom, could you, what, what's Shang-Chi? She goes, Shang-Chi, that's the one with the rings that are also bracelets. Yes. <laughs> and, and I was just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, it is actually well done, Mom. Proud of you. That's awesome. That's how my mom described Shang-Chi. Yeah. Like, yeah, the rings that are bracelets. Yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, technically, anything that is, you know, like a hollow circle is a ring, I guess. So they are bracelets, but they are rings. Yeah. It made me think, though, right? Because in the comics, they're, they're rings. They're legit rings. And they all but, have like, each ring has their own different powers. Yeah, yeah. But also like the rings change size to get around his hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why can't they just shrink to be on his fingers? I don't know if he has that much control over them. I, I was just curious. Yeah. Because you know? they're the 10 rings. You know, but not, do they expand yeah, cause, like, to when, over his hands? I mean, they slide over his hands cause, super easy. Because like in, um, in the same way, like his dad, like, Gives them to him because he's being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sucked, mad. <laughs> but he's being soul sucked. He's being, he's being killed. He's being killed. He's getting his soul sucked out of it. <laughs> uh, well, when you talk about it like that, it sounds like a much different. Doesn't movie. sound like the worst way to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like the rings like size up around him, and then they shoot off. Yeah, like, okay. It's just like, because it's slow motion, you notice it. Yeah, I didn't. That's a very small detail that I did not pay attention to. Well, I only thought about it because my mum, <laughs> that's how my mum described it. I was like, oh, yeah. That I know that you mentioned it. Yeah. But anyway. So, no. thoughts. What, what, what are your thoughts on Shang-Chi? fucking love this movie. <laughs> this is my favorite, probably one of top two best intro movies for a character mm. or characters in the MCU. For me, it's Guardians of the Galaxy and and um, Shang Chi. Yeah, right. Iron Man's third. The uh, yeah, the original Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, the original Iron Man. Then Cap, then Thor, and then after that, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> Ant Man. Yeah, Ant Man's good. Ant Man is good. Ant Man's fun. Ant Man beats Thor, and yeah. maybe, maybe Cap. Yeah. Um. But anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, we've talked about this on numerous occasions. I just love like stunt choreography. Yeah. In, in movies. 
And this movie just really focuses on that. The fight scenes in this are like immaculate. Um, and the bus fight, the bus fight, even when he fights his sister at the fighting ring. Yeah. Um, the fight between his parents when they first meet. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. like very, that's like really like old school yeah. Hong Kong cinema. I love that. It's just, yeah. And the cast, they got Michelle Yeoh to play. Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh. Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh. She's just fat. Yeah. Big ups to Michelle Yeoh. And Simu just like was a really good advocate for this movie. Yeah. You know he I mean? And he killed it as well. Super charismatic. I think very hard to come in as a new character being introduced at this point in the MCU. Yeah, and not only that, be- but he's a new comic characters well, well he's reasonably shang chi in the comics is like nothing like he's like he's obviously is a character but he's like street level as well yeah and nobody really cares about shang chi in the comics mm-hmm. so because there's iron fist he had yeah he had his work cut out for him to actually make shang chi an important character in general and i think he did a really really good job i have a lot of fun watching this movie and it's something which some of these movies in Miss. this phase you can't you can't say the same. Like I didn't, ha- I don't have fun watching Black Widow and I don't have fun watching some of the other movies that are on this list later on as well. But you actually like actively enjoy watching Shang-Chi because like, this oh, is fun. This sure. is whimsical. And you like, it's still got the MCU character and flair to it as well. Just a little background knowledge. The stunt coordinators, not like the choreographers, but the ones that film it, um, they worked, that worked on Shang-Chi. They worked on the second Kingsman movie as well. Ah, yeah. Okay. So, just a little do bit. We, I do enjoy the Kingsman series as well. Right? And yeah. the action scenes in that are yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, the, the, uh, the free bird, the free bird scene in the first movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, so fucking good. So good. Um, Speaking of the villain problem of the MCU, I would say Shang-Chi does not have that at all. Wen Wu, as the villain, is fucking phenomenal Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, i am mm -hmm. a huge fan of and that there's that was actually probably my biggest complaint we talked about this before my biggest complaint with shang chi is that towards the end it just devolves into that cgi fight between the two dragons instead of still focusing on that family dynamic of it because that to me was the most compelling part of the story yeah it's just like i feel like they just wanted to show off like the strength of that realm yeah so they needed to do that rather well, it's, than... Yeah, it's building up the importance of the realm as opposed to like focusing on what makes the best narrative sense for this story, I guess. Yeah. One thing I want to just bring up is in the bus fight, there's a guy and it's like one of the most realistic things I've seen and it happens in Spider-Man as well. Not, not exactly, but like just a character being like behaving in a way mm. where you're like, oh, that would happen if this was real. And it's in the fight scene... The guy just pulls out his camera and goes, hey, guys, it's your boy Clev. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts, like, videoing the fight. Yeah. And I was just like, that's fucking real. You know like, who that guy is? No. You know he's in Spider-Man? Far From Home? Oh, no, is he, sorry, is he, Spider-Man. Is, is, he, um, is he the door flip guy? Yeah. From <laughs> um, Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming. I didn't want to no. say it. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to say it was, but they looked similar. Yeah, so I was it's just him. Like, yeah. Do a flip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's him. That's crazy. Yeah. Why was he in San Francisco? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, right. it's it's this is for me, this is definitely higher up on the list than uh than Black Black Widow for sure. Probably the only thing I said, the CGI fight, not a big fan of that. Katie at times gets quite grating. Like that she talks a lot. Yeah. yeah. You, like her one liners are, are good. You yeah. know what I mean? 
And I guess like coming back to like me saying this, like the ending kind of bothered me and that I'm going to say this again at like later stages as well, that it just, I didn't like the fact that it devolved into that CGI fight. I didn't like that it went away from that family narrative. I also didn't like the fact that Katie, who's been training with the bow for two days, kills yeah, she shoots like, the shoots like, the soul sucker in the neck and is like they just, they the kept, big hero. Throughout the movie, they just kept saying how Katie's good at everything she does and then she just gives up. Yeah. And then That's not enough. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not. And I was just like, you, you really even if they were like, Oh yeah, she was like a bloody like when she was a kid, she was like state archery champion. Yeah. You know, that would have been fine. Yeah. I would have been like, Oh, of course she knows what she's doing. You gotta give me something. Yeah, you, know? right? you can't just be like, Oh yeah, she just picked up a bow two days ago and now she's like making the game winning shot. Like, mm, no. But I will say this. The Shang Chi has the best post credit scene of all phase four. Bruce Banner and Bruce Banner, Captain yeah. Marvel, Wong. Yeah. And then after that. Wong, the karaoke. and Shang-Chi go karaoke. <laughs> That's the best one. Because, like, I've, with my notes, I've, like, gone through and I've, like, rated all their post credit scenes. <laughs> and, like, some of them are good. Some of them are shit. Black Widow ones was just... Yeah. It was me- It was below average for mm-hmm. me because they turn Yelena against Clint, even though Natasha talked about him yeah. frequently. Yeah. Which led to the events of Hawkeye, which I'm a fan of. Yeah. But that post credit scene was just... Meh. Um, but anyway, as far as Shang-Chi goes, like, so funny. And like, even with like Brie Larson, she's like, you can get my number from Bruce. And he's just like, she does this all the time. I don't have her number. (laughs) (laughs) And they're just like, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, sure. But then it it just gives like, it gives you an idea of like what the rings are doing. Cause it's like, it's a beacon. Now I'm just like, is that a beacon for Kang or is it like. Yeah, is it is, is it connected it, to the Eternals? Because it it's been around for Eternals, thousands of years. Yeah, like, it, you know what's what's going on? Yeah, it gives it gives it a bit more connectivity to the rest of the universe because that's not something which you get from some of these other movies as well. Like so a lot of these movies, they feel very almost solo, and that it's kind of like yeah, it's part of the universe. But where I guess like going back to Phase One, like we're rebuilding and we're starting again. We've got to try to like rebuild this universe to connect everything together again. The yeah, having that little connection of like, okay, cool. Like there is some story threads here. They can continue with it. They can pull on that kind of thing. And it's it's almost like just parking it and be like, all right, we've got something going on here. We'll come back to this. Mm-hmm, I did mm-hmm. see some um, before Ant-Man Quantumania came out, there was in the trailer in, th- in uh, Kang's Citadel, there was the, I can't remember what it was, but it was like the Citadel was like morphing and it was like rings. Like mm. And everyone around. was like, oh my God, it's Shang-Chi's it's rings. It's Shang-Chi's rings, yeah. Which obviously was not the case. Wasn't, but, no. you know. For a moment, I was just like, yo. Yeah, okay, here we go. They're living in Shang-Chi's I saw rings. another one the other day that the Infinity Stones are in the quantum realm. There's a there's a scene when uh, Scott first gets there and, you know, he drinks the ooze, all that kind of thing. And drink the Drink the ooze. And he's looking around and there's, like, these colourful little stony-looking blob kind of things that are, like, wrapped up in, like, they're, like, people kind of thing but they're just stones and it's uh it refers back to thanos when they kill him in endgame at the very very start and they're like where are the stones and he's like they're gone reduced to atoms because that's <laughs> he's shrunk them down into the quantum realm so that's cool who knows who that's knows kinda, that's kind of groovy anyway what's your score for shang chi what's yours you i went first last night ah, i gave shang chi a 7.5 i gave shang chi an 8 there we go looks pretty close yeah i just want to point out that um, in Shang-Chi, we see Wong versus Abomination 
You know, it's the first time we see Abomination. Emil yeah. Blonsky since the Hulk movie at the start of phase one. Yeah. You know? And then we see him another time in fucking like, She-Hulk, you yeah. know? And, uh, you know, you can take that one how you will. But from for the part that he was in Shang-Chi, loved him. Who would have been your MVP for Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Okay. I would have gone Wen-Wu. Wen-Wu was good. Yeah. Oh, Shang-Chi's sister was actually pretty tight. Yeah. She was like just killer on every aspect. Or? Michelle Yeoh. Or? Morris. Or Trevor. Or Trevor. But <laughs> <laughs> see, there's so many good ones. You, you just kept saying or. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't question any of the ones I said. You were like, or? Or? But or yeah, I'm waiting uh, for you to get to the one that I want. <laughs> I, I, would, I would say, yeah, Shang-Chi is my, yeah. my MVP for Shang-Chi. I would have gone Wen Wu. Definitely. Would have been a completely fine answer. Yeah. My only thing with Wen Wu is like, I know you like all like, ooh, you know, the thing is messing with your head, but you came home and your wife's corpse was on the ground. You know what I mean? Mm. And he's just like, yeah. I thought you were having a go at me then for no, a no, second. No, 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 I was no. like, what? No, it's just like, <laughs> I just didn't understand how Wen Wu, like I know like the rings or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but like Messing with his psyche. Yeah, but it's just like, you saw your dead wife, okay, right? You saw her. And now you think that her magic family came out of their magic world, took her body, mm. somehow brought her back to life, and then locked her away. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck those guys, man. It's like, where did you go wrong? You know what I mean? Because you're not an idiot. It's the rings, man. Yeah. That's like the Lord of the Rings where it messes with your brain. I did like, though, how when when we used them, they were like a dark blue purple. Mm. And then when Shang-Chi got them, they were like the bright dark, gold. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. I do like that. I anyway, agree. Yeah. That's, uh, anyway, let's change you. Let's go from one of the highs of this phase to one which I think we both agree is one of the lows of this phase. I'm going to say it is the lowest. It's the Eternals. Eternally shit. <laughs> I'm really interested to see where you go with this because you've just said it's the lowest and you gave Black Widow a 3.6 and I there's did. not a lot of room to move under that. There's plenty of room. Okay. It's 3.6 right. worth points of room. All right, let's 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 dive into. I gave it a point one. (laughs) (laughs) Point one because it's a movie. I am not a fan of the Eternals. Not at all. This to me is by far the most boring movie of this phase. I would argue this is the most boring movie of any of the MCU. I would probably agree. I would watch Thor: The Dark World again. Before Ooh, I, I fell asleep this. watching Thor: The Dark World, I fell asleep watching this. Mm. I because I had to make myself watch this. I fell asleep, had to rewind to where I thought I was up to, <laughs> rewinded too far, but then I didn't know how much further ahead I was, so I had to rewatch it anyway. <sighs> anyway, it's the uh, just, the sacrifices that we make for this podcast, man. I'm just gonna run you through some of the notes. That I have, <laughs> some okay? of my dot points. Some of my dot points. The story follows the two most boring of the Eternals. Okay. Being. And being Cersei and Sprite. Yep. Now, they're boring by character and they're boring by ability. Every other Eternal has a better ability or just like a better character vibe in general. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's more likable. Yeah, exactly. Um, even Icarus, who's a twat, you know, was more interesting. Yep. Even though it was just like shit Superman. Yeah. Not 95% of the movie is just dull. Yeah, because yeah, the because the the weight there's no weights to the movie because you know that everything's going to turn out fine enough for the MCU to carry on. Yeah, because it's an Eternals, it's the first Eternals movie. 
It's not like they can destroy the MCU with characters we've never seen before. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because they'd be like, oh, well, Doctor Strange is going to come in or whatever. Well, they're building up, like, they're trying to build up the stakes of this, but it's like, yeah, well, we've kind of just seen Endgame and you guys weren't involved in that. Well, that's, that's why I said to you before we started recording, this movie should have been similar to Captain America in, like, their origin you know, like when they land on Earth and like what they do, because it, it has flashbacks, you know. To like, and they were like the flashbacks were interesting. The flashbacks were the only good part of this movie. Yeah. And even like even the parts where it's not them fighting the deviants in the flashbacks, but when they're like celebrating after they've saved the, the and city or whatever. Spike's it is, doing her telling her, her stories and things. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. They, that, I really enjoyed those parts. As did I. Yeah. And that is why they've managed to scrape a point or two. <laughs> I'm so interested to see what you've got here. Yes. Stay whelmed, Rick. <laughs> Another note that I have is Sprite sucks. Yeah, Sprite fucking sucks. In no way is Sprite enjoyable I, aside from that flashback when she's telling the yeah. story and she's not actually doing anything. One of the worst characters in the MCU. Just awful. I just think if you look at if you write down the cast of the Eternals on paper, mm. it's incredible. Mm. Just completely wasted. Yeah. Angelina Jolie is in this movie. Which is still wild to say about Selma the Selma Hayek right? is in this movie. Yeah. Camille, oh, I can't say it. Nanjiani is in this movie. Camille. Camille, Camille Nanjiani, yeah. yeah. The guy that plays, what's his, what does he play? Tangerine. Yeah. Or is it Lemon? Uh, and he's in Atlanta. From Bullet Train, you're talking about. From Bullet yeah, Train, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's great. Yeah. He's in this. And Gemma Chan who plays Cersei, is Minerva in Captain Marvel. You got all these people and you recycled an actress. Yeah, she was in heavy makeup. I, yeah. No. I mean, it's it's dumb, but... No, because yeah. no, it's just her blue. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if they got... What's her name? Karen Gillan? Gil- Gillian, yeah. Gillian, who Nebula. plays Nebula. Yeah. If you got her and then just didn't blew her up. And yeah, she would look completely different. You wouldn't recognize. Have you? You've seen Karen Gillian. Yeah. Yeah. She's beautiful. She doesn't look anything like Nebula. Nebula's hot as fuck, dude. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Not my vibe, but sure. <laughs> she scares me. <laughs> but yeah, like, I just, I don't know. When there's so many actors and actresses in the world, to recycle one that you've already had <laughs> just bothers me a little. Maybe she wanted a bigger part, you know? Tough. Shouldn't have been Minerva. Anyway, that's a very small point in much more bigger, worse points of this movie. I I have a lot of problems with, again, the ending of this movie. The whole deviant and then Icarus being the bad guy and bringing the Eternals like that, it's just too much at once. To me, it got to a point in there where I was like, this movie doesn't actually know what it's trying to accomplish. You've got the the big bad deviant who is stealing everybody's powers become and sentient. becomes sentient and then kills uh, Gilgamesh and steals his powers and all of that. Just saying, he was dealt with swiftly. Yeah. Like, he <laughs> Very was- Very swiftly. I don't understand why that was necessary. At all. Like, Unless he just... was going to be the big bad. Exactly. You know, like, he killed off two, three Eternals? Two. I'm going to say that Icarus killed Ajax, you know? 
Well, I mean, he had a hand in it. Okay, fine. So, yeah, two. He killed two Eternals. Ajak and Gilgamesh. Yeah. Gilgamesh, who was great. I fucking loved Gilgamesh Gilgamesh as well. was elite, and I loved him, and I loved that he loved Angelina Jolie. So, you'd think that that would put him as like, okay, he is like, he's the big bad here. Like, he's the one that's causing havoc. And then it's like, oh, no, actually, it's Icarus, twist villain. And Sprite. Oh, okay. All right, and here we go. And Sprite. Well, she- yeah, because she loves him. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you've got this villain who's killed- Multiple Eternals now. You then go, okay, twist villain. It's actually Icarus. It was Icarus all along. And then it's like, okay, well, actually, the whole point is to just to bring the Celestial out. So the actual main threat here is to stop the Celestial from exploding the Earth. So Icarus isn't really the major problem. It's like, okay, who is the actual, who's the villain here? Arisham. Well, I guess, like, the Celestial is kind of, but then, like, that Celestial is a little baby. Celestial, right? Like no, Arishim's the celestial that sent them. No, I mean the one that's coming out of the earth. Yeah, what's his name? Like Tiamut. Tiamut, yeah. Weird, it's, weird names, by the way. I just, I, it really bothered me, and it just felt like there was no direction to it. It's like, okay, cool, like we've got the deviants, they're our bad guys. Actually, no, hold on, Icarus is the bad guy. But at the last minute, going back to how bad the fucking ending is, Icarus is going to have a change of heart, even though this entire movie has been him dedicated to birthing the celestial. He's going to have a change of heart at the last second and like a fucking edgelord fly into the sun. I just want to point out my favorite part of this movie, excluding the flashbacks, mm. was Druig hitting Sprite over the head with a rock. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Druig was kind of cool as well. Druig, Druig grew on me. Oh, I like Druig from the start. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I was just like, yeah, he's just like an edgy little boy. Mm. You know, it's fine. And he can control people and he's just like in this inner turmoil. He's like, I could stop this all if, if you'd let me. Yeah. But you're just, you're just making me watch and I have to know that I could stop it, but I can't. Yeah. Him and Makari were my favorite. Makari was cool. Makari was dope. Yeah. I, my favorite was definitely Kingo. I didn't know why the sign language was. Because she's deaf. Yeah, but like, why would you make a deaf eternal? I don't know. Well, I mean, they made a kid eternal as well, so it's whatever. Yeah, they're doing what they want. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Kingo is the probably like the best character. Yeah, Kingo is by far my favorite. No, nah, I'm gonna go with Gilgamesh. I Gilgamesh was my second. Gilgamesh was my because fa- Gilgamesh would have fought if he didn't die. Yeah, Kami- uh, Kingo, Kingo was just like, I'm, I'm just. I don't really want to fight Icarus. I don't, I don't want to fight Icarus. I'm going to go. I'm going to dip. Yeah, it was weak <laughs> as hell. Weak as hell. Thing is, I agree. Kingo would probably still be my MVP because he was the one that was like giving me the most enjoyment throughout this film. An MVP. Mm. <sighs> it's tough. And I, I, to be oh, honest. My MVP is Harry Styles. <laughs> the end credit scene with Pip the Troll. Also terrible CGI. Yes. Ooh, that, that is bad. Um, no, MVP. Can I give an LVP? The least valuable player. Mm. To who? Sprite. No, oh, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> if I was going to give an MVP, it'd be probably Kingo or Druig for hitting mm. Sprite over the head. So I think, like, when you look at the Eternals individually, other than Sprite, most of them are, like, pretty cool. Kingo, dope. Cersei becomes cool because, like, when they she get on yeah. when they get on the plane, he's like, "Yeah." She's like, "I can turn uh, stone into water. Yeah. I can turn stone into 
wood. And this one time I turned stone into air. And he's just like, yeah, we'll come back to you. I was like, that's, <laughs> was like, that's boring as shit. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it wasn't even like I can turn metal. You know, she, it wasn't like I can change the, the matter of things into other things. It was like I can change stone into different things. It's like that becomes useless eventually. Yes. Yeah. But like, yeah, Fina just Fina has, was cool. Has an arsenal of weapons. Yeah. Not practical. Okay. Fastos. Fastos. Cool. Fastos would if I could be if I could have any of their abilities, it'd be Makari or Fastos. Meh. Both practical as hell. I don't know what, I would, what would you choose, Icarus? Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like not the most practical, but that would instantly make me the most powerful person in the world. Or Druig. Yeah, you would too. Yeah. You get oh, you get some sick kink out of that too. Like, yeah, tell you what to do. <laughs> you go to work and someone go, you go, hey, have you finished this yet? And they go, no. And you go, finish it now. Go, yes, sir. Sorry, sir. You're like, that's right. Wow. You got real CEO energy about you. You what? know what I mean? Excuse me. It's a compliment if you want it to be. I mean, I don't feel like it was a compliment the way you were saying it. It's not. <laughs> All right. What's your rating for Eternals? My rating for Eternals is 2.4. 2.4. Wow. <laughs> and that's your lowest. Yeah. Right. Okay. 2.4. I mean, I can't. Mine's three. Like, this is <laughs> this is by far my least enjoyable film. So, yeah. But it's not good. No. And I, I don't really have much else to say other than that. It's just not good. No. Should we go from the, uh, go from the bottom? Back up to the top again. Straight to the top. <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. This is a bit of a, a callback to our very first episode. Very first episode, which sounded like shit. Sounded awful. Mm-hmm. We probably weren't great either. I was probably really good. Man. I feel like. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I was probably really good. I feel like, good. yeah. I feel like in our early videos, I carried us through. <laughs> we didn't actually score this one. Which I was surprised by because I thought we did. No, I listened back to it, which was tough. It was a tough listen. I listened. <laughs> I didn't because I knew you would. <laughs> I didn't want to have to. I was I've like, got to try and find the score here. It's like, oh God, I'm like s- skipping through it. There's got to be a score in here somewhere. No, apparently not. We only started scoring from the last, the next, the next three. So that's okay. We can give this a score. We can still get our credibility here. So Spider-Man No Way Home. I don't know how much thoughts we have to give on these because we actually have done reviews on this already, but obviously one of the more enjoyable films of the phase. Well, one thing I noticed is that my feelings to the film haven't changed much. Yeah. Like, haven't changed drastically since I last saw it. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, rewatching all of the other movies that we're going to talk about after this one, my feelings changed through about all of them since yeah. I've watched them. Um, whether it was for worse or for better. Um, but with this one, I mean, it does feel a little like when you think about it, it feels pretty slow towards the start of the movie, but it's only because it really ramps off towards the end. You know what I mean? Like in the start, he fights Doc Ock on the bridge, Mm -hmm. um, fights Electro, meets Sandman. That's all kicking off. Yeah. And there's still, that's still quite a bit going on, but it's not until the other Spider-Man shop that it's like the movie's really yeah, moving. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. But I don't think it means that the movie starts off slow. I no. just feel like it's like, it starts off going like 60Ks now and then it's going 220. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. Like, it's not like nothing's happening either. Exactly. Yeah. 
It's, I think for me, one of the big things that stands out about this movie rewatching it is that you can tell that it's been made for cinema as well. Like it is, it's not, it's not something which plays as well when you watch it in your home. Like there's awkward pauses and things like that where they know oh, okay. they know that the crowd is going to celebrate. Oh, right, like when Matt Murdock sits down at the table. Yes, yeah. Like you know that the crowd's going to cheer, so we've got to like we've got to make sure that they're not saying it. And it's, you get the um when the Spider Men show up. When they show up, when Andrew Garfield first comes out and reveals his face, pulls his mask off, he stands like there for a good seconds, like yeah, just yeah. like breathing. It's like okay, this is weird. <laughs> That's not how people would interact normally. Mm. So. Yeah, it is. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it plays really well in a cinema because people are cheering like, yeah, fuck yeah, Andrew Garfield. When you're watching it at home, it's kind of like, I mean, I'm still excited to see Andrew Garfield, but it doesn't feel the same. So that being said, I fucking love this movie. And I think we, we probably talked about this when we, uh, when we did this initially, that it's, it, it is a little bit fan service-y. Uh, I would argue it's completely fan service because they didn't give any new villains no you know what i mean like they could have they very well could have because yeah. it's like from every universe yeah. could have brought in coming. a rhino could have brought in a scorpion exactly would have loved to see a scorpion i would have liked to have seen a craven i saw some um i saw some images for craven with aaron taylor johnson yeah yeah he looks good apparently there's a um apparently rhino's gonna be in there i don't i don't see the point in doing villain movies where you can't have the hero apparently it's rated r huh apparently it's rated r that's fine i mean that's cool yeah but it's like What's a Craven movie going to do without yeah. Spider-Man? Yeah. I don't know what the purpose of it is because I like you're not going to get me to rate for Craven, sorry, root for Craven, who is one of the worst like just one of the worst people in Spider-Man. Oh, he's a bad dude. Yeah. I have a Spider-Man encyclopedia, right? Humble brag, big nerd moment. <laughs> so, you know, minor characters in the encyclopedia, they get like a third or a quarter or a half a page. Craven has two pages. Yeah. He's a bad dude. Yeah. Okay. If you get two pages, you're either really fucking good or you're really fucking bad. Craven's messed up in the head. Yeah. Like really messed up in the yeah, head. Yeah, Craven's got problems. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to say that because it did get me a little bit more excited about the Craven movie because I, I, I remember us doing this in the hype the hype meter that we did earlier. And I was like, hey, no, this is going to be fucking trash. It got me a little bit more excited for it. Well, yeah, like when stuff's rated R, it's just, it's just got- so much more freedom. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, like, do a bit they, more they, they don't have to do anything crazy, but it's just the fact that they can. Yeah. You know, so it's just, they're not, not, they're not as caged in their decisions. Yeah. And their options. So that's always good. Like Logan. Yeah. Is one of my favorite superhero movies ever. Cause it's great. Cause it's great. But it's, <laughs> but it's like, it's just cause they got given the freedom to do whatever they want. Same with uh, Deadpool. The first Deadpool. Yeah, you can have fun with it. You can have fun with it. Second Deadpool fell off, but. First one's still good. I mean, the second, the second one's still, still good as well. The second one's still good. Yeah. But it's just because like, I had to live up to that. It's the same with Thor's, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Spider-Man No Way Home. What's your score? My score is a nine. I want a solid nine for this one because it is, I know, like, I know it's got its problems. For me, those problems are easy to overlook because it is so enjoyable. It's very emotional. Like the Aunt May, Aunt May death. That hurt me. Was not expecting it. Okay. While we're talking about that. Two things really messed with my heartstrings. One, killing Aunt May. Mm. Two, Andrew Garfield saying, my MJ. Yeah. I almost broke me. And when he caught MJ <sighs> at the end, like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. 
Yeah. It's, um, it, yeah, it has a lot of emotional moments. The resetting of Spider-Man now to be Spider-Man on his own, I'm really excited. Like, I think it laid a good groundwork for Spider-Man to be, to grow from here as well. So yes, it's got its issues, but I, for me personally, the positives of this greatly outweigh what those issues are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I agree. So what's your score? My score is 8.5. 8.5? Yeah. Okay. I like it. We're close. Yeah. You know, we're dancing around each other. Um, before we carry on, who was the MVP? Mine, Andrew Garfield. I feel like we did the, uh, I think we did the MVPs and I think- I think you said Ned. I think I might've said Ned. Might maybe even Green Goblin as well. I think that was, I think, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Willem Dafoe kicked ass in yeah. the movie. Yeah, just like cranked up to 11 the entire time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Norman's on sabbatical, honey. He, just, he created a lot of memes. Yeah. That was really good. All right. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. This is a faller. But this is the first one of uh, phase four that we actually have our scores for. Mm-hmm. I rated this an eight and you rated it a 7.75 initially. Well, I'm glad I didn't rate it an eight. Yeah. I mean, it's 0.25 of a difference. Yeah, but it's got seven in it, so it doesn't sound as bad. <laughs> um, Doctor Strange, I don't know. It's it's a tough one because it is something which like, I still like it. I, I My issue with this movie is purely based around Wanda. You okay. You know what I mean? Because like, um, her whole motivation is to get her children, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. And they go, oh, what happens to the mother of the children of the dimension you go to? She's just like, oh, that's not my problem, really. Yeah. She could just go to a dimension where she's already gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's so, like, in when you play with a story that's based around the multiverse. Yeah. Infinite possibilities. Infinite possibilities. It's hard to not look stupid because it's like- yeah. Every solution is now available. Yeah. It's and almost it, like it's, you've it's got to- America Chavez, like whenever she got scared, it, she, it, subconsciously she went to the universe that would help her the most. Like whenever she was hungry, she went somewhere that was free food. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I just don't understand how when she left Supreme Strange or whatever it was, the, the first Strange, the one that died. Uh, Defender Strange. Defender Strange. Sorry. Yeah. When she left him, she ended up in the same universe as Wanda. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like- there's got to be so many more Doctor Strangers that can help you before Wanda's like the one to get you. You know what I mean? It's just stuff like that. And then like towards the very end of the movie, when she captures America, she forces America to open a portal to get her back to Mount whatever it was that yeah. had the thing. I was like, you could have just done that to get your kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like as far as Doctor Strange, Wong, the Illuminati, the Illuminati pissed me off a little bit because that's not my Illuminati. Yeah. They, they like, went out I, real bad. I was hyped to see Black Bolt, Krasinski Richards, yeah. Professor X. I couldn't have given less of a shit about- Mordo. Um, uh, Mordo was cool to see him again, but the fact that he was in the Illuminati did not care. Yeah. But Mordo, Peggy Carter, and um, Captain Marvel, but- yeah, the photon version of Captain Marvel. Photon version of Captain Marvel. I didn't care about any of them. Yeah. I was like, it's cool that Peggy Carter's here, but I saw her in What If, so I don't need her here. Well, I think that was kind of like the, it's cool because we saw her in What If, right? Like Captain Britain, here she is. Yeah. It's like an Easter egg. You know? Sure. But I, I just didn't, it just, it didn't do anything for me. So like when they all died, I was just like, 
I mean, I was like caught off guard. I wasn't expecting her to just wipe out the Illuminati like that. I feel like Captain um, Captain Marvel went out like a chump. They all did. That is true. Reed yeah. Richards got turned into string cheese. Reed Richards is the reason that they lost because he's like, yeah, Black Bolt can beat you with one word. It's like, you're the smartest guy in the world. <laughs> like in your universe, you're the smartest guy. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Hey, this guy could defeat you if he just does this. And she goes, does what? Yeah. Oh, well, it's, it would be a shame if someone was a reality warper and could, you know, <laughs> stop him That's from doing crazy, that. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> Speaking well, of Reed Richards. And uh, John Krasinski is Reed Richards. Remember how you were super adamant about it being- I just wanted it to be. <laughs> I was trying to- Oh, it's going was... to be John Krasinski. John Krasinski is going to- I was trying be... to manifest. It was, it was what I was doing with Speak the- Speak it into existence. It was what I did with the Bucks. And I was like, did it I'm, work? No. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be John Krasinski. John Krasinski will not be Reed Richards in our MCU. And it's just been announced. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Kylo and Ren. Is, is Margot Robbie actually going to be Sue Storm? Or is that just something you're saying? I haven't seen a confirmation for Sue Storm yet. So okay, cool. not 100% certain on that. Margot Robbie would be very interesting. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about seeing Adam Driver hit Margot Robbie, though. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to hit her. I don't know why you have this hang-up. Because Reed Richards is a piece of shit. Yeah, but he's not physically abusive. There he is. No, Hank Pym is. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. He's an Hank arsehole. Pym. He's yeah, not a wife yeah, beater. Yeah, yeah, Hank yeah, Pym's yeah. the wife beater. Hank Pym's the wife beater, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can't hit... Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. No, obviously. Obviously. You can't. I mean, I would say that you can't hit any wives. Like, don't hit your wives. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel a little awkward now because it's like as if I'm advocate. I'm an advocate <laughs> You're on the other like, side. <laughs> yeah, hit your wife. Yeah. No, that's not what I'm saying, Rick. Don't put me out there like that. What the fuck? <laughs> Baby, I love you. No. <laughs> If you're listening. So, Doctor Strange. So, you had a problem with Wanda. Yeah. Well, like, it's just like those numerous times that someone like- It wasn't really- It's not really a problem with Wanda though, really. It's more of a problem with like how they use the multiverse. Yeah. 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 But it's like, it's just the fact that like there were numerous times where someone was like, hit, hit, you with lo- hit her with logic and she was just like- No. no. And like, you know, you could be like, oh, it's the Darkhold. It corrupted her. Blah, 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 blah. The Darkhold is destroyed in like the first hour of the movie. The movie goes like- Almost three hours. Yeah. When the Darkhold is destroyed, she goes, <gasps> tortures wizards so that one goes, oh, there's another place. Yeah. And then she's like, all right, cool. And then she does more evil shit. So it's like, you can't even be like, oh, it's the Darkhold that corrupted her. Blah, blah, blah. But also, she'd already been using the Darkhold for ages. Yeah, sure. But it's destroyed. She was already so corrupted. It's destroyed though. Well, she's already corrupted. Uh, I thought it was like, like had like a hold on her. Nah, nah. She was all like, she was all twisted. Okay. But also just saying, in one division, I didn't mind them. In mm. Doctor Strange, Billy and Tommy, I'm glad they're not real. You know what I mean? <laughs> that fucking ice cream song. Oh my god, Oof, boy, that's like you lose a point just for that. Yeah, no, you absolutely <laughs> do. I yeah, look, I I didn't have an issue with um, I think that's kind of with the multiverse. It's one of those things where you're just gonna be like, I just don't pull on the threads, you know? Like, just take it for what it is. You just kind of got to accept what's happening. And that's hard to do because, like, you're looking at this movie be and being like, that logically doesn't make sense. But it would be okay if they didn't use a character that we know and love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, if they just introduced a new threat, like Mephisto, mm. which we all thought that they were going to do. Yeah. Then we wouldn't be like, oh, that's, f- that's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> nah. Yeah, he's just a bad dude. Yeah, you you're, know? Just, like, you're a bad dude. You yeah. want the power for yourself. I get it. There's nothing else there. You know yeah. what I mean? 
I think like going back and watching this, like, still one of my favorite fights in the MCU, the music, music fight. fight yeah. Fucking love that. Mm-hmm. It's not as um, the movie in it in itself is not as epic as what I would like it to be for a multiversal adventure. Well, I just feel like they wasted the concept of the multiverse on a on a small mm. scene cut, like when they're like yeah. pains and then they go. Through yeah, and like that scene was cool. Like it was cool, but I want to see more of the actual multiverse. You know, exactly. I want to see more variants. I want to see more of that stuff. But also, like the worlds that they went to were not different enough for me. Yeah, you know, it wasn't I mean? like satisfying to, to well, see like, that when they go to eight three eight. Yeah, it's like it's like way in the it's like it's like more modern. It's not. Sorry, it's not modern. Night, futuristic. It's, it's more futuristic. You know, it's like, oh, wow. They've more, made more technological yeah. advances. Yeah, they're, and- more, they're more advanced, blah, blah, blah. And then you go to the other one, it's just like apocalyptic. It's like, but it's still New York. Yeah. You're like, it's like if New York got blown up today. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. what? A- I just want a bit more. I just wanted a little bit more. Yeah. I didn't need the, um, I don't know, like, I felt like the love story, like, yeah, it's sweet and everything, but that felt almost a bit forced to me. Especially because it was with a Christine that he doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it wasn't his Christine. It was his Christine's hate- got married and he can't move on. And like he wasn't super interested in like being with her in the first movie either. They tried to give us another "I love you" three thousand. Yeah, like, I love you in every universe. Yeah, nah, lame. I love you three thousand. I say that to my best mate all the time. <laughs> That's very cute. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we text each other. We're like, I'm like, all right, man, I'll see you later. Love you three thousand. Like, I love you three thousand also. And then sometimes I'll be like, I'll buy you all the hamburgers you want, buddy. You want a cheeseburger? All right. You Score. Get- Me? Is it how many movies we done? No, it's your turn. Yeah. All right. I gave Doctor Strange on a rewatch a six. So did I. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Doing well. We're doing yeah, well. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. Thor, Love and Thunder. This is probably the movie that disappointed me the most. Yeah, because you're a big Thor I'm fan. A th- yeah, I'm a, I'm a Thor fan. <laughs> that was really hard to say. You're Thor? A Thor fan. <laughs> oh, I'm very Thor. <laughs> and going into this movie, coming out of Ragnarok with Taika Waititi at the helm again, I was like, this is going to be great. Like, I'm expecting this movie to be fantastic. And it wasn't. And I'm still mad about, about it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm still, dis- I, again, rewatching this. I rewatched this. Um, man, I told you, I rewatched this when you came around, when you weren't prepared to record for it. And I was like, I watched it again. And I just, it fucking, it bothers me so much. It just, it bothers me. Like, it straight up bothers me that they turn Thor into an idiot. Like, he is just a straight up idiot. I hate it. I hate it so much. Well, he was an idiot in the first movie. Hero, yeah, but he was kind of like, like he was just like, didn't he wasn't aware, like he was unaware in the first movie. In this movie, he's like straight up dumb dumb. One thing I really didn't like in this movie is like the whole, like he's trying to talk to Mjolnir and then Stormbreaker's like, excuse me, the the jealous axe. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> I was like, that was that was funny for the first joke, but mm. I did it like four or five times, and then Stormbreaker just stops working properly because she's upset. Yeah, and I was just like, that's stupid. I was like, stop that. Watching this movie in the cinemas and thinking like, you get the introduction to Gore at the start, and I mean, I I'm on record for saying I don't like Gore's look. It's not my Gore. Gore was fine. Like, I didn't have any problems with Gore as the character. I feel like there could have been more. I said this to you before. I feel like there could have been more God butchering. Yeah, yeah, You know, Gore the God butcher, he butchers gods. That's his thing. They could have shown him beating up Sif and the the big thing. Yeah. 
could have shown like, you know, his like war path across the cosmos killing gods. Like I would have been all in for that. I just want to say, they, my, my thing with like, is in Omnipotent City or whatever. Yeah. It gets so stupid in there. It just, it's, it gets wacky. But also there's a deleted scene where Thor's walking through a garden with Zeus and Zeus gives him the Thunderbolt. Yeah, right. And it just, if um, in my head, if that movie, if that scene was in the movie, it would have changed. It just, it just, so much it just it. changes it a little. You yeah. know what I mean? Because then Zeus is less of a joke. Yeah. Because it, like, the whole thing is like, you, you understand, I can't give you an army because of this. You know, he's killing all the gods. We're scared. We're safe here. But if you're willing to go, take the thunderbolt. Yeah. You know, and it's like this whole thing, and like then Zeus is supporting him. Blah 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 blah. blah. But no, instead Thor like just steals it, and yeah, all the gods are like, <gasps> yeah. So it's. <laughs> Yeah. But also, when he gets flicked and gets naked, I did like Korg's line. He's like, what's like a shy courgette? Korg is still funny. Korg is still funny. Yeah. And but I also, feel like- Oh, yeah, you go. It just could have been- Like, it could have just been Korg as well, you know? Like, it didn't have to be so much of that. And I was- The very first time that I watched this in the cinemas, and you have, you have the introduction to Gore- and then Thor's with the Guardians and they're in the middle of that fight. Very with the 80s, chickens. The chickens. And the chickens looked like robot chicken. It looked bad. And like it was purposely made to look like it was like an 80s, hmm. you know, 80s sci-fi thing. But you've got Thor meditating on the hill and the Guardians walk up and they're like, hey, we could really use your help down there. Can you come? He's like, okay, let's go. And he stands up and he pulls Stormbreaker out of the ground. And then rides off on it like a witch. Objectively, I can see how that's funny. Me sitting in the cinemas, I looked at that and I was like, you're fucking kidding me. I am so fucking mad. right?" And from that moment on, it was just like, oh, joke here, joke here. Thor's doing the splits and kicking two cars. I'm like, this is fucked. This is not my Thor. I was out from like that moment. Not my Thor. I was, I was so mad. And coming out of that movie, just being like, this is shit. I don't know what they were thinking with this. I can't believe that we did this and we recorded this podcast and I still gave it a six <laughs> because I gave this a six in our original rankings and you gave it a 7.76, which is fucking wild. Yeah. But you know, you gave Doctor Strange an eight. Yeah. So he's up. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's the MVP for this movie? I can't remember what I said. To be honest, well, like after don't don't doesn't have to be the same one. Like after rewatching it, because you've reevaluated. Yeah, it probably would be Gore. Yeah, might it be Gore or, or probably Valkyrie. Mm. Just yeah, it's just one of those things where it was kind of Thor being the fan of Thor that I am was like it was grating to watch him be an idiot. You know, like just to be the character that he turned into. I don't know that even like Chris Hemsworth has now said that if he was to come back and do another Thor movie, they would have to change the character again. Because it's, I, I don't think- Put him he, back to douchey serious. Well, just put him back to Ragnarok Thor. Like that was perfect. Put him back to Infinity War for Thor. Like- Infinity War I'm Thor. Saying, I'm saying Thor too much. But like Infinity War Thor was great. Like it didn't have to become this fucking dumb himbo. 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 What's that? Like a bimbo, but a male himbo. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard that term before? 
No. <laughs> That's funny. I will say one of my favorite fight scenes in this movie the black and white world where they're fighting. Shadow Realm? Yeah, that's Agreed. great. That's Agreed. cool. That's really, really cool. Agreed. I really enjoy that part of it. I, I just liked it because it was in the Shadow Realm. The animators got to be a little more carefree in the way that they didn't have to go so over the top with details. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, the creatures were made of shadows, so mm. they didn't have to worry about like specific textures on the creature it was just the actions of the creature yeah yeah so it, yeah. it was more artistic as well yeah it looked very yeah. artistic so scores what have you given love and thunder uh, who's your mvp oh mvp go yeah we already did that my bad my score is a 4.5 i gave it a four a flat four like half a point Except for Black Widow, I gave Black Widow a five, and you gave it three point six. But we are like half a point, half a point around each other. Yeah, well, let's see how we go on the next one, champ. Black Panther. Yeah, this is one that you were, I think, harsh on initially. Looking back, I absolutely was. <laughs> but what it was the first thing I said to you, I was like, "Yeah, I've realized that." Like I thought, I was like five minutes late to the movie. I missed like twenty-five minutes of the movie, <laughs> so that like really set the tone at the start. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, this, yeah. So I, I rewatched it and I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I still have similar issues that I previously had, yeah. but they don't bother me nearly as much as they did. Yeah. Like I remember when we, when we first covered it, I was like, Queen Ramonda, an idiot. For fuck's sake, she deserved it. She had what was coming to her. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I stand with Talo Khan. I was like, now, you know, no, not anymore. <laughs> Realized the error of my ways. Um, so your initial score was a 6.2. Mine was an 8. I'm def- I've got a different score. Okay, good. Do you? Yeah. Well, actually, well, no. Not, not really? No. My, my not, score. Not at all. No, my score is still an 8. I still really, really enjoy this movie. I think everything that I enjoyed about this movie is still I still really enjoy. What did you give Shang Chi? 7.5. Okay. Yeah, so it's just better than Shang Chi. And I think it's to me <laughs> for you maybe. The performances in this are what like sell it. Like I, I just re re Williams just annoys me. Well, yeah, I didn't give it a 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well hold on, man. Like what? <laughs> but Queen Ramonda is so fucking good in this movie. No, she is. I'll, I'll give her her flowers now. Yeah. And I'll apologize for my previous <laughs> statements. Like, yeah. We're talking about this before we started recording. The The scene when um, the French try to break into their little- um, Research facility. Research facility and- Idiots, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's like, let's perform an act of aggression towards Wakanda. Just, uh, just also real quick, right? Their king died. Yeah. Okay, the Black Panther, sure. They know that the rest of the country is like Still capable of destroying the world. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, but that one guy's gone. Yeah. But <laughs> they're, when- like, they're like, bro, the Black Panther's gone. Yeah. Wakanda Weak. is free. Weak. But <laughs> <laughs> when she like just stands up there in the UN and she's like, we know what you whisper. We hear what you say. And she's like, you, you think that our protector is gone. And then they march in that French soldier and they're like, no, we are actually still very, very capable here. I just- It's like so fucking cold. I just, <laughs> when I watched it, 
when Queen Ramonda walks into the UN and she walks in with like the men in suits yeah. and they've got the masks on, I was like, that's weird. That's yeah. not the Dora Milaje. I was like, where's the Dora Milaje? Two seconds later. They walk in. <laughs> they, walk out, <laughs> they walk out of that like that vibranium door yeah. and they just destroy yeah. those mercenaries. I was just like, oh, that's what yeah, they were doing. There we go. There we go. I mean, yeah, Queen Ramonda, still incredible. But also, I don't, I don't know if you notice this. It's a very small detail, but like when they all sit in the UN building, like all there was like four guys and Queen Ramona in the middle. Yeah, in the middle. They all had mics. All the men just like put their mics down. I didn't notice that. I thought I thought it was so cold. That's cool. I was That's just cool. like, we don't need to say anything. This is all her. Because like they had they had like uh, masks that covered like yeah, the bottom yeah. half of their face. Yeah. So they all sat down, and at the same time, they all just put their mics down. And I was yeah. Like, <laughs> Let her talk. <laughs> yeah, Mbaku killing it as always. Until he gets punched square in the chest <laughs> so hard that you thought he died for a second but some of the best lines just so fucking good i can't watch that scene without thinking of you <laughs> they call him Kukulkan. Uh, so, so good or when he walks into the throne room <laughs> you're bald headed demon <laughs> no, I, I like it when he's like trashing the river tribe yeah because <laughs> kamara usman's a ufc fighter he plays the guy that Mbaku's being a dick to. Yeah. And he's just like, watch it. And he's just like, oh, 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 oh. He starts, he starts making all those noises. Like, oh, relax, bro. He's like, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> so good. Mbaku's great. And then obviously, Namor. Fucking incredible. Namor is probably the best character to be introduced in phase four. I think I agree. Yeah. Like, Shang-Chi is great. Shang-Chi is second. Yeah. Namor is... Like, I, I like, I mean, it's going to kind of give away my score, but I like Shang-Chi the movie better. I okay. like, I enjoyed that movie more. Yeah. But Namor brings so much more to the MCU yeah. as opposed to Shang-Chi. Yeah. Because First Mutant, Tal Khan. Yeah, the whole, yeah, the whole world of Tal Khan. The whole, yeah. yeah, the whole shebang. Yeah. You know, no one even knows about where bloody Shang-Chi's from, you know? Yeah. What's it even called? Can't remember. Uh, that's a good question. I can't remember. Spirit World. Mm. Oh, it's like Talo, isn't it? Talo. Talo? That's way too close to Talakan. I think it is, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's do a quick Google just to make sure. <laughs> I swear it's like T-A space L-O. Talo. Yeah. Yeah. T-A space L-O. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it all along. Get rid of the space, add a K-A-N on the back, <laughs> and you're underwater. All right. So what's your score then? My score for Black Panther is a 7.5. And my MVP is uh, ooh, probably Mbaku. No, no, no more, obviously. No yeah. More. yeah. I was going to say it was no more last time. Da, 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 Would have been da, da. if it changed. Yeah. No, Shuri annoyed me more in this watching of it. Than she did in the first. Oh, one. really? Yeah. Well, I just didn't. I didn't understand when she like drinks the heart shape herb. Yeah. You know, she sees Killmonger. Yeah. And then she wakes up. Also, great performance again. Great performance again. Michael yeah. Jordan killing it. Um. And then Nick. Nick Nick, Nick is like, "Who'd you see?" She's like, "No one." I was like, "Bro, they know how this works." Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds of years before it's been happening. Yeah. You're supposed to see someone. Yeah. You're going to see someone. That's a little bit concerning. Who'd you see? She's like, <laughs> no one. And then she dons a black and gold Black Panther suit, yeah. like Killmonger. I was just like, mm, mm. I do not like it. Naughty, naughty. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, oh. 
So, what, sorry, what did you say? Seven point five. Seven point five. Yeah. So my my score for so it's like our, our Shang Chi and Black Panthers are switched. Yeah. 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 And mine mine is staying at an eight. I I think I got that. That's the one that I got right. <laughs> A lot of other changes. That's the one that I. got I'm happy right. to admit that I didn't get any right previously. You know, it just shows that I've changed. I've matured. Grown as a person. Yeah. Mm. You know. Good for you, man. Um, I'm That's able not to- for me. I'm able to recognize when I'm wrong, when I'm when I'm either too harsh Couldn't or be me. too nice. Couldn't you know? be me. I mean, you've changed all your scores. I well, so <laughs> I'd relax if I was you, Bucko. All right. Shall we wrap it up? Yes. All right. You got a recommendation for us? I do. All right. So me and my girlfriend, we're watching this show on Apple TV, okay? Uh, we've got three episodes left before we've caught up to date. It's mm-hmm. called Ted Lasso. Ooh, I've heard a lot about Ted Lasso. It is a fantastic show. People love even, Ted even Lasso. if you don't like soccer as a sport, it's a good show. Yeah, right. Because it's not really focused on the soccer. You know, it's about yeah. like the people and the team yeah. and whatnot. It's great. I've I seen love clips it. of it. It's so good. It's so funny. Everybody that I've heard mention Ted Lasso has said that it's incredible. It's brilliant. Yeah. I, I haven't heard it. a single person say that it's bad. You never will. <laughs> and if they do. Tell me who they are. What if the next season comes out and it's shit? I'll be very upset. When it, they just like tanks completely. Be gutted. It'll be like when uh, they ruin Sherlock. Or Game of Thrones. Or Game of Thrones. Don't even talk about that. <laughs> All shows that I have not watched. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I don't have superheroes. Exactly. Duh. You know what I watched the other day? No superheroes, no lightsabers. Rick's not watching it. I watched um, this. I, I really enjoyed it. It's a British comedy. On Disney Plus, I don't know if you've heard of it. Extraordinary. No, I haven't. It's really enjoyable. It's I think it's only like eight episodes. I don't know if they're doing a second season, but essentially what it is, it's a world where everybody has superpowers. Everybody in the world has superpowers. Okay. Except for like one person. She doesn't get her. She doesn't get her superpowers when she turns eighteen. Okay. But it's like everybody has superpowers. It's not like superheroes. It's just the normal world. So people are just going about their day job like. There's people that can fly, so they become couriers or taxi taxis, you know, like, and they just fly people around, that kind of thing. Okay. And there's people that can talk to the dead, so they become, like, lawyer's assistants to help, like, settle, settle things in court, that kind of, like, it's, it's really, really funny. It's, it's actually okay. really, I, what, I saw a trailer for it, and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. I don't know if I'll like it. It's, I think, like, quite a low budget. It's classic British comedy. Is it, like... An old show? Or is it no, from- it's like pretty new. Okay, cool. I can watch it then because I can't watch old British shows. Yeah. You know, like Faulty Towers and- Oh, no, it's not like that. No, no, no. It's not like that. Faulty Towers is a good show, but I can't sit there and watch a season. Yeah, I mean? yeah. No, it's um, it's good. I it, If, you know, I'll add on to the recommendations this week. If you've got anything to- If you're, if you're looking for something new that's not Ted Lasso, try Extraordinary on Disney+. Plus. Or Rethink Your Life. Yeah. If you can't, if you're not into Ted Lasso, give it a chance. Watch one episode, get back to me, you know. Let us know at the only pop culture podcast. Ted Lasso's good, okay? <laughs> now, you sound like, you're like you really want people to believe this. Like, Ted, guys, it's great. Well, hang on, what's your brother's name again? Am I allowed to say it? Alex, sure. Alex. Alex, I'm talking to you, buddy, because uh, I've got a note here that says my recommendations suck. <laughs> <laughs> Try Ted Lasso. And get back to me. Yeah, the family came around for Mother's Day the other week and uh, my brother wrote in Robbie's notepad that he leaves on his desk here. <laughs> his recommendations suck. Yeah. So thanks for the feedback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
damn. <laughs> it's like our first <laughs> feedback ever. It's your brother going in. It sucks. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> well, I hate him, so whatever. All right. We'll wrap it up there. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Thank you. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe wherever you're getting your podcasts from. Leave us a five-star review. It really, really helps us out. Helps more people to find us and just helps us to grow as a podcast. Make sure you jump onto our socials at The Only Pop Culture Pod on Facebook and Instagram. And if there is anything that you want us to talk about, anything that you'd like us to cover, any questions, any feedback that you can't just write into Robbie's notepad, <laughs> the only pop culture podcast at gmail.com please do send us an email we'll wrap it up there thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you again next week bye mom bye mom bye, mom.